Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm James. And welcome to the Cornwall Property Podcast, where every week we bring you the latest news, hot topics and guidance around the Cornwall property market. Stay tuned to be informed, inspired and to have any of your property-related questions answered by trusted local property professionals. Welcome back, I'm Dan. I'm James. And this is episode 70 of the Cornwall Property Podcast. And we are once again joined by none other than director of CAD Architects, Jeremy Bradley. Jeremy, thanks for having me. Hello, hello, thanks for having me. You stuck around. Yes, I'm still here. We haven't scared you off. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Hasn't moved. (laughs) Haven't changed my shirt or anything. No, this is it, this is it. Crikey, you've been in that for a whole week. Um, (laughs) um, So... For those of you that didn't hear last week's episode, number 69, you have missed out on some fantastic content that um, Jeremy's shared with us. And it's, yeah, massively recommend just go and listen and listen back to that. Um, because we get asked regularly about uh, architectural services and what, what kind of services we uh, do we need an architect for. Jeremy is the man to answer and help with those questions. So this is our Q&A question um, episode, James certainly is and just remember you can get in contact with us with your questions uh, by going onto our social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram uh, alternatively you can give us an email on podcast at cl-poverty.com uh, and yeah get in touch like you do and we have our first question don't we Dan? That's it that's it well I will get this first question underway then so we've got Sam from Bude and Sam again we've, we get lots of questions Jeremy and obviously with your expertise here we've managed to pick some that we think will be perfect for you and okay. you're better to answer these than we are so yep. we've saved these ones for you so thank you and sorry that's all right um, so uh, Sam from Bude thank you for getting in touch and Sam's question was there seems to be a fair bit of choice out there when it comes to architects what should you look for when selecting a good architect it's a good question a good architect um, are they an architect that might be some some challenge you can um present right at the beginning um, just because a uh, company says ABC architectural what well, ABC architecture they might not necessarily be an architect 95% of people assume That's scary uh, yeah sometimes mm-hmm. if you if you're ABC architectural providing architectural services doesn't necessarily mean an architect is drawing up your job um, so you can look for at the most basic, are they registered with the Chartered Institute of Architectural Technicians? That gives them some element of that they've got training, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're an architect. Uh, and then uh, looking for the, the next stages, are they registered with the Architects Registration Board? That will tell you if they're an architect. And the next level is, are they registered with the Royal Institute of British Architects? Uh, and that's uh, RIBA um, within uh, our RIBA Chartered Practice. The naivety of that. So what... Um you're going to kill me for saying what, what's the difference then why would that matter what? you could you could get someone just to draw plans um, you could get if, if you've got a, a small annex uh, you know what you want it's or you've got an existing building and you just want a, a toilet thing out the back then you just need some plans drawn up mm. and you might not need that but as as the complexity of a job goes and you've got planning problems or if you've got you actually want the designer to actually add value to your property, then you need a designer or even a designer with expertise, and that might be expertise in planning, it might be expertise in planning law and planning policy. Um, and then as that job escalates, you might need other consultants. And an architect isn't there just to draw plans where there is a lead consultant and we can advise you on a whole range of other consultants that you might need to get through a planning process or through a technical process. Right. So. Um, an architect 
has more design experience, obviously, and able to... One of the massive factors is can we add value, not just draw up plans, but can we actually add mm-hmm. value from mm-hmm. what you think was a good design? We might be able to add that extra 50 grand sales mm. to your to your project by, by doing five grand's worth of architectural design. So yeah, And essentially, you, 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 the way I'd look at it is a simple format for someone who's not quite understanding is that an architect has a far bigger toolbox than an architectural technologist would have. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's, that's, that's understanding a little bit more about planning law, mm. uh, planning policy and design skills and dealing with uh, a whole range of other consultants. Got you. So when looking for a good architect, again, okay, well, let's say we've got two um, architects. We confirm they are architects. What will be the next thing to look for, Jeremy? Like, what would you recommend? Uh, is it literally a case of we like the name of that one or they, well, they've I, got availability? What I, would you look for? People are always checking out our website, uh, cadarchitects.co.uk. Yeah, no, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, plug that in. Um, people do check out websites and see whether they like the, the flavour of the designs that we're producing. And you've, got, uh, and, you've got examples on there as well. Absolutely. And they also see whether or not we're a, a, a one-man band. Do they have the capability to actually deal with my project? Um, and they can see that we've got multiple staff mm. in the office that can deal with different ranges of complexities within the job. Uh, and, and generally then they'll give us a call and we'll go and meet them and feel like, you know, are we meeting up with them on a personality mm. level? And uh, are we understanding the client's brief and that's that's for us to win the job to understand the client what they want mm. uh and then yes uh, and obviously then we've got to entice them with the right price absolutely um, um, out of interest jeremy because we do have some listeners that aren't in cornwall interestingly if there was um someone what questions would you recommend like someone to ask an architect to really get a good feel is there anything uh, is there anything you recommend just asking an architect to, to see if they're on the ball or if they're if they are right. for them, so what should a client ask yeah, an architect? What, could, what, should I, what should I ask? Uh, my I, I think we, we get asked a lot of the times, have you done properties like this before? Right, yeah. I've got a barn conversion. Have you done other barn conversions? Yes, we have. Yeah. I've got a leisure project. What sort of have you done a golf club before? Mm. Yes, we've done one of those. Experience and what exactly. We, we do get asked that as well. And whether or not have you got capabilities to do the job? And that's when people want to feel a bit reassured that we're a larger firm and that, that we're not just one man stuck with 17 jobs going, oh, I'll get to yours next month. You know, we've got the technicians there already. We've got the Capacity. the 3D visualisers there. We've got the planning consultant there. We've got the, you know, so... And, and, and there's no harm in asking. So, oh, have you done this? Okay, yes, I have. Well, can you show me some examples? Like, can you show me what you've, what you've done that is similar to what I've got? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. The that, website's no, good really for that, obviously. Yeah. I'd also say, just on the back of Sam's question as well, like, you're obviously getting to the phase two where you're selecting an architect, but it's how do you actually find one so you can get to the position to, you know, select one. But I guess you're in a, in a job where it's all done a lot on word of mouth you know you're suddenly seeing mrs jones's We've grand design style property it's like you've only got to ask can i ask knock on the door <laughs> who was the architect that did that i guess referrals like oh you're the one that did that one that Absolutely. was in that it's word Absolutely. of mouth it's got to the architect have been around for in cornwall for 25 years yeah pretty much we're well known not within client base but all the other consultants as well uh, yeah. that we work with um pass on recommendations to us as well yeah I bet. and repeat clients especially developers that keep coming back to us with more so yeah. a little uh, trick i used to use when i was looking to um, get in contact with architects is if i go past a property or a building that i'd like the look of and what the, what's being constructed and the work's going on i go onto the planning portal 
I'd um, download the details and the documents on there and straight on lot. So you've got access to the plans and the drawings, haven't you? And yeah. In the bottom corner of all the plans and the drawings, it says who the architect is. Um, so that's another way. So if you see a project that's going on, you think, well, that looks brilliant. Really impressed with that. Yeah, well, yeah. My advice do, there we, would be go on the planning portal. We do portal. that all the time. Yeah. yeah. Look, on the, look on the planning who's, portal and say, oh, who's done that? Who's done that? I mean, yeah. yeah. Check out who the architect exactly. is. That was yeah. always a way that I used to do. Yeah. So that was always worked for me. But um, hopefully, no doubt, a lot of people will uh, find that your name on the bottom corner of there. Let's hope the so. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely. What else we got, James? We've got our second question, which is from Paul in Falmouth, who asks the following I am looking at a small commercial conversion project where I'm hoping to convert the upper two floors above the commercial shop to residential what would i need to allow for in my budget for architectural work for slash assistance which i know that for, could be anything but gotta, gotta get a survey done yeah. and that you know guess working with a bit of tape measure can lead you into real problems especially when you're trying to shoehorn in bathrooms and mm. stuff like that getting a, a proper measured survey done is really important and sometimes even before you're choosing an architect, get it done before then you've got that. Because it, you, you can wait weeks to get a survey done. So why wait weeks? Get that done. If you've secured the property, get the survey done. And that this is not just the, the buyer's survey. It's a proper measured building survey mm -hmm. so that you know how tall the ceilings are. You know how if it's 3.5 metres to the corner because it might be 3.4 metres to the other corner. Um, so... And that's something that, that they would come to you for, and that means we can start. We we can do that, but if you if you're still toying with other architects, get it get it done because actually, once we've got so the first thing what we do when we're appointed is that we go and arrange a building survey, mm. and then we're so, well, sometimes the clients having to wait two, three, four weeks for that survey to come back. Once we've got that survey, and once we've had an interview, once we've had a meeting, once we've agreed the fees, we can start designing straight away and that that if you if you're on a time situation mm. that's always useful so yeah. that, that's one of the things we always encourage clients to do at an early stage so um so, so paul here is asking that like, what how did what kind of budgets was he allow for so on average like well, obviously it depends at what stage we, we're looking to yeah, get involved we, in i suppose we try and w within our expertise of knowing that we've been i've been in cornwall 20 years of, of seeing lots of different building projects. I have a good idea of what a building project is going to cost. Then we try to say, okay, three flats, full refurb of that might be £150,000 for those three, three flats. We generally look at the construction cost of that and then apply a percentage to how complicated the job is. Mm -hmm. Because if it's a, if it's a new build and a, on, a, on a flat grass mm -hmm. and it's repetitive work the percentage of that goes down five six percent you know but if it's a complicated grade two listed building which is going to lead every every wall you peel back is oh my god look at that rotten <laughs> look at that methods, rotten lintel method statement for every single <laughs> exactly right elevation yeah. then it goes up to 12 percent 11 12 percent but let's just say yeah 10 10% say might be the full architectural package of that mm -hmm. and a 150,000 pound refurb that's 15 grand mm -hmm. and of that 15 grand it usually gets divided into five stages one of them is a sketch stage mm -hmm. one of them is a planning stage one of them is a technical stage mm. tender and then construction so uh, there is a, a much variation but if you divide that as into five equal parts probably never do it in equal parts but generally yeah, no, that's five so 
So pay, yeah, it wouldn't be a right up front. Here's your here's your ten percent. No, it's it's spread over the, the course of the project. Yeah. and uh, sometimes if it's really complicated, you can just appoint us on an hourly rate, and we'll just sort out the logistics of everything. And then once we know what your brief is, and once we know the full extent of the project, then we can start doing fixed fees on on that. That no, makes sense. Good answer. Yeah, yeah. No, thank hopefully you for that, that. Helps, Paul. We so yeah, generally we we generally look at what the cost of the construction is, then we think about how complex it is, and then we'll apply a percentage. But then we can do fixed fees on that. So with Paul's project here, we've got, he says it's a small commercial conversion, say, depending on what the size of a small, what's your, what's your small compared to my small, Paul? <laughs> but um, again, say that was a £150,000 project to, to develop that one out. So we'd look at, Paul, allow for... 10%, you say, yeah, yeah. yeah, so 15K, allow for that side of things for the architectural. Um, is that Would that include planning side of things, or is that part of the whole package, or is it literally that, just a... That, that, well, you've got a planning application fee, which yeah. is going up more and more all the oh, time. Yeah. I think it was 462, <laughs> now it's 492 oh, oh, per yeah. dwelling or something. Add it to the, add it to the bill, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. that's that's part of it as well. And then you've got surveys where you've got to do measured building survey, you might have to do a ground investigation report, you might have to do a structural survey. Yeah, um, we try not to do too much doom and gloom on something. Yeah, no, of course, it's just obviously. Yeah, but that's it's, it's, you, you guys got a budget for these. You know what it's like. It's, yeah, um, oh, flood you gotta, risk. You got to take flood risk in there. Exactly. Yeah, you got to take the risk yeah. to, to get the reward. That's, that's it. it. Of course you do. And uh, well, uh, Paul, hopefully that helps. And if you've got any other questions, please just do get in touch. Or, or even better, get in touch with Jeremy. How how could they do that, Jeremy? Uh, you can get in touch with us at CAD Architects at cadarchitects.co.uk. Or you can call out uh, uh, 018-72-630-040. Fantastic. So I'll put it on the spot then. Um, That's it. Remember, you can get in contact with us here at the podcast (laughs) on our social media platforms, such as Facebook and Instagram. Alternatively, you can send us an email on podcast at cl-property.com. And uh, thank you for those of you that have this week. Definitely, definitely. Again, thank you so much for for dropping. Thanks, guys. The value you have done, Jeremy. And um, no doubt people are getting in touch and hopefully it's well worth both everyone's time. Cheers. Um, well, guys, that's episode 70 in the bag. See you next week, 71. Say goodbye okay. from me. Bye from me as well. Take care, guys. Bye.